This is a GK Media Podcast. Hello, hope you're having a great week and thank you for joining me for another short bonus episode of Business Bites. This is our last one for Series 3 and I would love your feedback on what you thought of them. As always, you can get in touch with me directly by following Gary Talks on LinkedIn, TikTok or Instagram. I love to hear from listeners of the show, so please do get in touch. For this episode, we are going back to episode 23, Leadership, Teams and Dog Walks, with Karen Charnley, the Director of the All-Ireland Institute of Hospice and Palliative Care, who I'm delighted to say we here at GK Media have been working with for the past five years. In the full-length podcast from October 2022, I speak to Karen about following your gut, managing an organisation made up of so many different jurisdictions, and the issues organizations are facing now with recruitment and retainment. In this extract from the podcast, I ask her what makes a good leader and what makes a good manager. Thinking about myself, it's, you know, having the clear vision, having the drive, having the energy to deliver upon the plans that you've agreed with your partners as well. Also being able to innovate. I suppose it's more of the skills around you know, financial management, governance, but also project management as well. And, you know, my own background, I've undertaken project management qualifications, which I feel are very useful for supporting the team to deliver across a wide range of programs and projects. It might be flippant of me to say, but it can be easy for a leader to have a drive when they know what they're doing is for a very good cause, like the work that you're doing. But there must be times where you lose a little bit of the drive. How do you keep sustaining the drive? I think it's always maybe looking at the maybe the challenges, and but often from challenges you're able to get energy and drive forward. So I know recently, I suppose within the organisation. There's been a turn, I suppose, like a lot of organisation, there's a turnover of staff members, of team members. And with new members of team coming in, you have to obviously support them with their induction, within their learning about the organisation and learning about their roles. But also you do get, I find, what I've found is great, is also you get lots of enthusiasm and innovate, you know, new ideas as well. There was one instance where I went for career coaching I think it was career coaching and I there was an issue in where I was working and I was talking about it and coach said to me she said the problem is you're putting your head down you're keeping your head down and she said it doesn't suit you at all Uh, she said I can see she said you're gonna have to not get it it wasn't that I wasn't involved but she said maybe you know you're gonna have to put your you know put your head up and engage in some of those issues and maybe be more confident about what you're saying. And so I did. Actually, a colleague following that laughed at me, well, like laughed with me because she said it was like you came back the day after and it was like, hello, Karen's in the building. I just, not in an abrasive way because that wouldn't be my style. I'm someone who works with people. I suppose that comes with experience as well. And, And I think, especially in recent years, just having that confidence but also having I I always say it's that gut reaction it's that in your gut whether something sits right with your gut and I can literally feel it sometimes when I'm thinking about things and oh no that doesn't feel right and I can't it's like a physical no I no we need to rethink that or 
but it is a physical thing in a way. So for me anyway, you know, that trusting of my gut, and I have got better about that over recent years, you know, not second guessing myself, but for any leader, it's always work in progress. And I suppose the other thing for me is like looking at, well, how do I continue to develop and learn new skills and actually doing a, a postgrad course out of work now, again, to learn more skills about a certain area. So it's how do you continue to develop? You can never just, what is it, rest on your laurels. So that's the phrase, isn't it? Well, I suppose the economic uncertainty would be the biggest worry challenge obviously we're all looking at social media and media and the different things around financial institutions or interest rates increasing energy costs increasing like there are obviously costs increasing I suppose in a way we've been maybe sheltered a little from some of those impacts they would be the biggest concern be for us I suppose we're relying on you know our member organizations and obviously any hit to their finances could be a hit to our finances and and also public funding as well through the HSC, very grateful, by the way, and the Public Health Agency from the Departments of Health. So anything that impacts their funding. So I suppose just being like we're always very, I'm always very focused on the finances and looking to achieve value for money and operate in an efficient way. But I suppose the storm clouds would be the thing that would worry me. I think the other area that is a tricky area is, you know, there's so much turnover in the jobs market at the moment. And I think, obviously, I hope the storm clouds, you know, you'd be worried that the storm clouds could affect some of that buoyancy in that market. But it it is an issue, as I mentioned, we've had a number of new team members join, which have been very positive. But at the same time, it's great to have the mix of longer standing and, and new colleagues within the team. So that turnover, and I believe in some organisations, that's really pressing. With And you lose all that corporate knowledge, you lose all that, and you then have to go to recruit. So we've been blessed, we've recruited well, but I never take it for granted, you know, with this buoyant job market. Thanks again to Karen for joining me last year on Gary Talks. They do incredible work at the All Ireland Institute of Hospice and Palliative Care, as do a number of hospices across the island of Ireland. And if you can support your local hospice with any fundraising activity, whether it's something you do with friends, work colleagues, or even on your own, every bit helps to make every moment matter for people availing of palliative care. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my Business Bites episode this week and I hope you can join me next Wednesday for our final in-depth interview of Series 3. Have a great week.